Coaching Impact Radio, informative conversation by coaches for coaches with Frankie Dorn and Terry Hayes. Gratitude. As the holidays approach, we tend to take stock of our lives, our career, our families. Reflection is a healing process, and we are taking time today to discuss gratitude and how it relates to everything in your life. Hello, ladies. Hello, hello. Hello. I was listening to you guys discuss the topic, and as you were discussing the topic, I kept adding things to my sentence. <laughs> adding things to your intro? <laughs> That's and right. Hey, Vince, I just want to say that we in Canada had our Thanksgiving a little over a month ago, and I think that's a smart thing to do because that gives us about two months between turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. I think that it's yeah. very, very wise. Yeah, yes. Here in the U.S., we just lump it all together. It, it starts with everybody <laughs> buying candy for Halloween, and it just turns into Christmas. No, it turns into New Year's. <laughs> Well, no, but I mean, you yeah. know, that's that's the next thing everybody seems to focus on. It's so retail driven, the holidays. It's true. It's yeah. just like, poof. Oh, by the way, there's all these specials. Yeah. <laughs> Watch TV. Watch a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really excited about today's conversation um, because we're taking a, a different spin on it. I mean, certainly like we've said before, countless times, this, co- this is a uh, by coaches for coaches show. And what that means is, is that uh, you, all of our dear listeners, a, by the way, we're very grateful for you. And we're very grateful for, Darn we're very grateful for, for our show. <laughs> Believe me, we, we've had some, we've had some technical bumps over the year that we've, we've gotten worked out. We're very grateful for having a show. <laughs> I am very grateful today. But um, the, the truth about the fact that we have this this show for coaches by coaches is that um, we all work in a service profession. We're all helping individuals. We're all on a, a journey of personal development. We're all helping others on their journey for personal and professional development. And we're all entrepreneurs. And there are some very unique uh, pieces that have a lot to do with gratitude and our career in particular that we need to consider. And uh, I'm looking forward to opening that conversation up and, and talking about uh, really what comes up when we talk about gratitude amongst the coaching community and, and as entrepreneurs. And, and the thing I want to start with, Frankie, I know you've got a whole bunch of stuff, um, but th- is this big idea where I'm going to put it out on the table kind of first. And that is, is that gratitude for a very long time was limited to conversations around spirituality, uh, prayer, and and then really it sort of moved into almost this um, fringe conversation. We used to call them, you know, oh, the woo-woos and their, their gratitude, you know, like the people out there on the esoteric edge of personal development. But the reality is, is that multiple articles have been published just in the last couple of months, let alone the last year, about the about gratitude moving squarely into success culture uh, in business. And I think that that's such an interesting shift and such a powerful shift for those of us that are in this industry. So what, what are your thoughts on that and where does that take you? Well, I agree totally. I mean, there's so much science now around the benefits of gratitude. Um, you know, they're telling us that being grateful and being in that state of gratitude increases your mental well-being. So that means less depression, less anxiety, 
improved self-esteem, um, increased energy level, makes you happier, um, and you feel more connected to others, which again supports being more grateful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there, I mean, it's, it's really truly has moved from the, the realm of the esoteric into reality, into everyday living. Absolutely. Even Entrepreneur Magazine recently, I mean, just as recently as maybe about a week ago, published an article about um, gratitude having to do, uh, just gratitude in general, but I mean, obviously they write from an entrepreneurial standpoint. And the science behind, like you're talking, the science behind there about gratitude really creating a mind shift uh, or a shift in your mindset is uh, well documented that the, when you focus on what you have and with appreciation, it breaks the hold of scarcity thinking, mm -hmm. which we're so ingrained to have, right? I mean, who doesn't have a list somewhere in the house of things that they have to get done or they want or, you know, and then commercials and media and all these things where we're so hypersensitized to get and consume that we're so focused on what we don't have. That's right. Yeah, and, and that's it's depressing. Not only, <laughs> it's not only focusing on what we don't have and, and all of the negativity that comes with that, but there's also, um, as I was talking with you earlier about, people have this sense of entitlement. Uh, just because they, they think they want something, um, they feel that they're entitled to get it. Mm -hmm. And if someone doesn't cooperate with them or the universe doesn't deliver or they don't, you know, have the skills or whatever, it's like, how dare you? That's what I want. And it's it's really shifts away from from this energy of this loving um, abundance kind of energy and, and way of thinking. And, and it's really important for people to understand that. Yeah, I think that that's the piece that comes up with scarcity. So when we're in the opposite of gratitude, we're in this um, hunger mode. This mm. and, and when and very much like you know, we have to remember we're animals fundamentally. Um, it, you know, when you see animals that are hungry, they're very territorial. They're very testy with one another. They have you know heightened responses. They and, and in people, this really causes us to judge others, to be envious, to be down on ourselves. Our self talk gets sour, uh, and sometimes downright hostile. Uh, mm -hmm. And all of that can be rewritten. And I don't mean in a you know hypothetical Pollyanna wistful fairy thinking kind of way, but in a very tangible take control of your experience of life to the best of your ability uh, shift of saying, I choose, right? Gratitude is a choice. I choose to be grateful for blank. And then the more mm -hmm. that you can add into that space, the more that you break the grip of that other behavior, that other thinking, those other reactions. And if you really focus on every day, what you are grateful for, again, you know, you're shifting your thinking from what you didn't achieve, what didn't go right to what you have. Um, you know, it, it really makes you um, understand that 
where you are right now is a good place. There's a lot to be grateful for. There's a lot of good things happening in your life. It's like people, you're, you're going to shift from looking at your glass being half empty to half full. And that little tweak in perception makes a, a significant difference in how you approach everything in your life. True. You know, and this really, this really reflects, I think, in our industry, because like I said, we're all in a helping profession. So we set, we set the bar by example. Um, We are, you know, educoaching, teaching, training, and coaching people around bringing gratitude into their lives. So this is obviously something that that we will have to have mastered for ourselves and explored for ourselves. I mean, those are the obvious connections. But the not-so-obvious connection for some is the connection to our entrepreneurial success and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I'm sure you've heard this, I mean, you teach business programs, I've taught business programs and worked with coaches, and what I hear so often is, I don't have the snappy website. I don't have the the certifications yet. I don't have the lengthy pedigree. I don't have the 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 this, the flyer, the business card, the and then that list because business is an ever-shifting quicksand of experimentation. That list is never ending. And when we focus on the list, it fatigues us. It fills our mind with doubt. Um, I mean, it absolutely can undermine our success as an entrepreneur. And and what's so funny about that is, is when we coach people, we coach them, of course, around, well, what's the environment and and how are you supporting yourself or getting supported? What resources? Uh, And yet, you know, behind closed doors, even even the best coaches in the world sometimes battle with the the solopreneur blues and the overwhelm of all the things that aren't done. Yeah, that's right. And I think coaches in particular, because there are a lot of solopreneurs out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be a dentist, you know, yeah. um, lots of lots of different occupations. The one thing, the main thing that coaches can be the most grateful for, even if they are, you know, in the first day of training, is be grateful that you have found the path to your own self-development and fulfillment in a way that most people probably will not be able to achieve. And that is through coaching. Because as you are, you know, we talked about this um, a little bit earlier before the show started about Nikan reflection. It's a a Japanese uh, kind of a meditation. But, you know, at the end of each day, you would reflect on, your day, what I receive from certain people, what I gave to them. Um, and so this is about your own learning, your own self-growth. And that's what coaching does because as you are giving to your clients, you are receiving from them. And that, you know, everything on this planet is focused on self-development and fulfillment. I mean, if you think about a, a weed, you know, a little lowly weed, ideally, wouldn't a weed love to be growing in this most fertile ground? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've seen weeds that are growing in the crack of some, you know, a chipped piece of concrete, you know, a roadway or a sidewalk. And that little weed is struggling, It's but it's doing everything it can to develop and to be fulfilled, you know, in terms of its DNA, uh, to really be the best little weed it can it can be. 
Um, so no matter what the struggles we have on this planet, from plants to animals, humans, I mean, it's about self-development. And here we are as coaches, we have hand, we're handed a platform from within which we can really achieve that in a way most other people can't. I know I've gone on and on about this, but you know, it really is so crucial that that we get this as coaches. You know, and I have a, a real tangible example of how this, what this looks like in in practice, right? Um, I'm, you know, reflecting over my 2015 and what do I, what do I want to accomplish? And um, there's definitely a healthy amount of things on my list of things that I have a desire to do. I'm identifying them as goals. I'm identifying them as things that I presently do not have. But I have a very healthy list of things I do have. And one of them, which is uh, something I just, you know, could be so easy for me to, to gloss over is uh, my daughter had her first baby and I had the opportunity to go and stay with her for six weeks, clear across country um, during the last part of her pregnancy and for birth and that sort of thing. And then she had a little uh, setback in her recovery and I flew back for another two weeks and I could never have done that in any job I have ever had mm -hmm. in my life except coaching. And so just gratitude for being an entrepreneur and having that flexibility, gratitude for coaching to exist, to give me that opportunity. Um, you know, the fact that there is coaching contributed to my being able to be there for the birth of my grandson. Mm. And, and the, the, just the gratitude of it, it, it there's a really interesting, um, LinkedIn article that talks about 21 things every entrepreneur should be grateful for. And not, ha this is like the list one, the flexibility, right? The flexibility to, to drop and go when you design your practice, the way that it serves your lifestyle, which mine did. It absolutely served my lifestyle, but I love this. Listen to some of the things on this list. Uh, 21 things you should be grateful for as an entrepreneur, free expert advice from multiple websites like Inc.com, entrepreneur.com, LinkedIn, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's true. And we don't think about it. You know, yeah. it's almost, it's the opposite. It's an overwhelm, right? If I want to find something out, I go to Google and I put it in and I get like 2 million returns. And instead of going, wow, I am so grateful for the internet right now. I'm so grateful for mm. people archiving this great information that is now free to me. What do, what do most people do? They go, oh crap, how am I gonna read through all this? Why does it have to be so hard? <laughs> so true. Yeah. A another thing on the list that I thought was brilliant was as an entrepreneur, one of the things to be grateful for is not having to ask permission to try something crazy. Mm. Man, do I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm like, did did you write this for me? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. About that. <laughs> I'm going to stay silent. Yeah, but I mean, it's little things like that that we don't really pay attention to because we see the demands and the responsibilities of being an entrepreneur or solopreneur. We're responsible to produce. We're responsible for quality control. We're responsible for image, I mean, marketing, accounting, there's so many things, but really when, when was the last time you were just amazingly grateful for, for free services, 
right? Like I have a great, you have a great conference call cut service. I have a great conference call service. Mine's free. It's like, I can, I can just give people phone numbers and, and I can have them dial from anywhere in the world and just join me. And it's like, that's amazing. <laughs> so true. You know, I was chuckling when you, when you were talking about not asking permission, because, you know, as coaches, we have a long to-do list. You know, as a solopreneur, there's always something to do. And uh, today, I just took a, a, a little break and turned on the TV because I wanted to check the weather. And something was on TV that I have seen probably about 30 times, Gone with the Wind. Yes. <laughs> and there it is, like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I sat down and I recorded it, and but I watched maybe half an hour. And sure, I had stuff to do, but I didn't have any appointments. And I just gave myself permission to sit there in front of the TV for half an hour and watch Scarlet. Yes. You know? So <laughs> just love it. Like you say, the flexibility, um, just not asking permission, being your own boss, doing what you want to do. You know, there's another piece to this, too, um, and that is gratitude for your connections. I think that one of the other things that gets soured quickly is the the energy between networking professionals and or your Facebook friends and your Twitter followers. And um, I think that a lot of solopreneurs, entrepreneurs start to look at that pool as, um, you know, you're, you're my you're my future revenue. So I really need you to, to get on board and, and buy some stuff. And which is I mean, obviously the reality is the more socially connected you are you, there is a strategy to that of of having that return to your bottom line in your business sure that makes perfect sense but really think about how as an entrepreneur or solopreneur how are you thinking about your twitter followers are you grateful for your twitter followers are you grateful for everyone who has clicked like on your facebook page When's the last time you really thought about, I am so grateful to those people, even if it took just a nanosecond out of their day that they clicked like. And, and if you were really grateful for them, what kind of messages might you post? Yeah, it's true. It just brings a different perspective to everything you're doing. And yes, you know, we do need to make a living. But in this particular field that we are in, uh, the overarching theme is helping. It's transformation. And, uh, you know, we can't do that without making a living. But, you know, our clients and our prospects, we really need to be grateful for them because they're our future audience. They're our audience now, even with free services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, that whole thing about asking permission to do something crazy. There's also just the freedom of thought. Um, the freedom of, of dream, the freedom of creativity. Uh, we get to design the business of our dreams as coaches. And it's interesting. I use this example sometimes when I'm talking with coaches. It's like, you know, we all have an expectation of what it's like to run a shoe store or a dry cleaner 
or a coffee house. Like there's a certain, well, if you have a shoe store, there should be a certain amount of stock. And if you, you should be open these hours and people walk in and they see d displays and there's places to sit and, you know, like there's these standards, right? Well, coaching is one of those things that really is one of the, in my opinion, in my very limited opinion, is one of the real rare gems amongst the entrepreneurial, uh, solopreneurial world. And in that the coaching itself has protocol, but the way that you design your business is completely up to you. Like there's this huge arena in which you can choose to do live work, virtual work, small group, large group, no group, um, you know, write a lot, don't write at all, talk a lot, don't talk at all. Like you have the, a flexibility that is so rare, so rare. And I think that a lot of us are, are struggling trying to quote unquote be successful that we forget or overlook really how spectacular our opportunity and industry are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we can design something that our clients want and we can deliver it in ways that they want and uh, fuel us, support us and, and help us to, you know, be fulfilled. So it all goes hand in hand. Right. And that's something definitely to be grateful for. Right. And the, getting into the client conversation, I mean, that's a whole nother piece. And, and we're going to extend that right when we come back from break. But the, the the client piece is a whole nother piece that we have to talk about when we're talking about gratitude. And we'll be right back to do that. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy, offering life coach training and certification in over 20 specialty categories, life, business, couples, health and wellness, and more. Courses can be completed as self-paced study, live teleclasses, or in-person intensives. Just like our radio program, Impact Coaching Academy is by coaches, for coaches. Sign up now for your free membership and receive over 30 hours of training and programming worth thousands of dollars, yours to listen to and enjoy, absolutely free. Then set your own path for growth with courses that are starting soon. Check the calendar to see the current offerings. Impact Coaching Academy. Be a part of the impact at impactcoachingacademy.com. So talking about gratitude for our clients slash customers, it is, it is again, it's that whole um, deep appreciation, I think, that sometimes gets lost when we're, when we're hungry or we're nervous about the bottom line. You know, we're hungry for money, we're, we're nervous about the bottom line. We stop really feeling the gratitude for the people who are investing in us right? That's, that's a huge piece, as well as those that are allowing us to fulfill our lives through helping and connecting with them. I mean, that's just amazing. It is. And, and there's a, another piece. They're not only investing, they're trusting. Mm -hmm. They're trusting in us to support them, to help them achieve the goals that they have. 
and that's that's really um, something that is extremely special and not that commonplace if you think about it. Yeah. And, and here's the, here's the thing that I find is interesting. Uh, again, this is another one of those things that I think, uh, I think that gets lost a lot amongst entrepreneurs. And that is, you know, we're talking about gratitude moving into the culture of success, entrepreneurialism, um, or solopreneurialism can change the culture of your family. And that's something I don't think that a lot of coaches really recognize. Uh, you know, we talk we talk in class and, and various and assorted classes about how coaches are leaders. And that makes some coaches very uncomfortable. They're like, oh, I don't know that I really want to lead. And if it's for whatever vision they have of what that leadership means. But the, the truth is, is that if you're stepping into that entrepreneurial, solopreneurial space, you are a leader, even if it's amongst your own family. How many other generations will reflect back on your, your adventure with, with business and say, I, you know, I come from a line of leaders who took, took their dream and made it a business and the gratitude to have that opportunity to be able to influence your entire family, potentially for generations, just by stepping into something, um, like business is amazing. I mean, the gratitude to be able to do that is, uh, very powerful, very powerful. And, and you're leaving a legacy for your children and the other people that you're influencing because they are seeing that, that you're following your dream and your passion and that it is possible that, you know, it's something that we should all do and you're living it. You know, and that is something to be grateful for. Yeah. And I think that there's, so, I mean, here's what, the tools, the resources, the people, your social connections, the free resources that are just falling down at your feet, come pouring off the internet uh, to help entrepreneurs and, and really just the opportunity. I mean, there's so much to be grateful for that, that I really encourage, and we're going to talk more about, you know, this in our next show, because we're going to be talking about 2015 and people getting all together for, you know, getting, getting ready for 2015. But I really encourage all of our coach colleagues, all of our peers and our friends out there who are listening from every corner of the world to stop for a second and ask yourself, how does gratitude show up in your company culture? How does it show up in your company culture? Where do you position it? How do you talk about it? How do you live it? How do you nurture it? How do you check? How do you check on your results? Mm -hmm. Because I think if, if nothing else, I mean, really, and I, I, I'm not exaggerating. If you took nothing else with you into 2015, which I hope you don't, but you know, we're just saying, <laughs> if you took <laughs> nothing else with you into 2015, um, but a clear focus on gratitude becoming part of your company culture, what would be possible? Mm -hmm. And you know what? I think that's that's a, a wonderful question to pose and to, to think about. Do you want to talk about how we can help ourselves be more conscious of being in a state of gratitude? Yeah, well, I think you actually touched on it right off the bat when you were talking about uh, the, the, the NICAN reflection. 
right? Yeah. Right. It's the practice of putting this into your daily routine, gratitude into a daily routine. So whether it's something, and again, this is what I mean about it, where does it show up in your company culture? Do you start your day with gratitude? Do you, do you drag yourself to your desk and go, Oh, I've got so much to do. Or do you actually think, how lucky am I? I'm sitting here in, you know, barefoot in my pajamas, drinking my coffee, you know, reading my email and I'll get started on work here in 15 or 20 minutes, you know, with that big long commute upstairs, <laughs> you know? I've, I've been there and done that for two different things. One is been at the job yeah. where it's just awful. Yeah. Where literally I was driving to work feeling like I was a kid who didn't finish my homework. You know, when you were you're on get the in bus trouble. or walking to school, you're like, oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I, I used to feel like that all the time. Uh, and now working on the things that I care about, working for you, working on things with you and working on things with Frankie uh -huh. and uh, and working on some personal projects. I'm very pleased to be doing that. I, I do want to mention, though, that, you know, you guys have been talking about this, uh, you know, do whatever you want when you want. Take a few minutes, watch the movie. I have ADD. I can't do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that derails uh, horribly if, for if him. If you're a person with ADD, please make a little schedule for yourself. Uh, and, and always, you know, get up, take your shower, pretend like you're going to work, even if it's in your house. Yes. And, and have your stuff and, and plan a little time to sit down and zone. Yes. Well, so you just, know, just, just from my perspective. Uh, well, no, that actually brings up an interesting point because I think that there's even gratitude to be had for the rhythms and the systems that keep us successful. So for mm -hmm. whatever that is, for each individual entrepreneur, there's a rhythm and a system that is uniquely supportive to you. Be grateful for it. I'm, I'm really grateful for silly things like Google Alerts. I'm really grateful for Google Alerts. They they keep me in the know on what's happening in the coaching industry with the minimum amount of amount of effort on my part. So every time I get a Google Alert, instead of going, ugh, email, I go, oh, thank you. I'm so glad I didn't have to go track this down and you're delivering it to my inbox. Um, but it, it really is about finding the systems, the structures, the environments. You know, we've talked, uh, you know, and again, this is just something Vince and I have talked about, and that is uh, we have worked both in the home uh, as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and we have worked out of the home. And there are benefits to each, and we play around with it every couple of years. We contemplate, do we need to move the office out of the house? Do we need to move it back to the house? Do we need to, you know, just because there's pros and cons. And I think that, that that's also part of the evolution is that what works now may not work in nine months or six months or two years and it's okay this is another thing to be grateful for we get to change our mind that's right we get to say you know what i don't want to do it out of the house anymore let's let's go get a little office for a couple of years and see what happens and just to be grateful that you can do that right Right. I don't have to move a company. Right. <laughs> I don't have to ask permission. I don't have to like take the cubicle assigned to me. I don't have to take the office assigned to me. I get to, I get to decide. Yeah. It is a big shift. Well, and I'm hoping that we can carry this conversation into uh, our next conversation where, where we're really going to take, you know, I think Frankie, this is really what you were speaking to, which is we're going to take our practices of, daily gratitude and reflection and move them right on into how we're going to be working in 2015. So I look forward to that conversation. Any final thoughts about today that you want to share before we hand things back to Vince? 
The only thing I, I really want to remind people about is that, you know, on, on days like Thanksgiving, you know, we think about gratitude and then we forget about it. So it's so crucial that you keep it top of mind. And that's why next time we'll talk about some of the, the ways that you can continue to keep it top of mind and express gratitude. Right. Exactly. In other words, in other words, make it a habit, a part of your, like I said, your success culture, your company culture, your personal values structure, not something you celebrate with cranberries. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I want you to have <laughs> the cranberries. cranberries are bad. <laughs> yeah, I want you to have the cranberries, but <laughs> I don't want to get hate mail from the cranberry people. All right. Well, we will hand things back to Vince. And uh, as we do that, let's just say thank you. Thank you, Frankie. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, technology. Thank you, listeners. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today. Next week, as we've said, planning for the year ahead. 2015, it's right around the corner, folks. Now is the time to take stock and lay the groundwork. Frankie and Terry will help you build your best year ever. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy. Experience ICA with over 30 hours of complimentary materials. Then chart your own specific training plan at impactcoachingacademy.com. And of course, join us and access the growing archive of programs at coachingimpactradio.com. Join us next week, same time and place, as we continue the coaching conversation. I'm Vince Hayes. Bye-bye, everyone.